but journalists who's covered everything from Bobby Kennedy to Woodstock, the author of an international best-selling book, the producer of two television series who has written hundreds of shows. Wow. But even for her, it all came crashing down. But still, wait till you hear how she took what looked like disaster and went in an entirely different direction. Let's welcome Sarah Davidson to the program. Hey, Sarah, how are you? It is great to have you back once again. I want to help finish this story here. You hit your 50s, right? When you turned 50, your career, your marriage, your life, it totally fell apart? Everything fell apart. And for the first time ever, I was, I was in my mid-50s, and I was sitting in my house with no work. I'd been aged out of the television business. Um, no partner, the man I'd hoped to spend the rest of my life with, had walked out with no discussion after eight years. And... My youngest child had gone off to college, and I'm thinking, you know, I'm sitting there with no work, no partner, no kids to raise, thinking, why am I still here? What am I supposed to do with the next 30 years? And, you know, a, a vibrant health, and I still feel at the peak of my game. I'm not ready to go out to pasture. So I decided to write a book about it, and I wrote a book called Leap, What Will We Do With the Rest of Our Lives? And it was published um, a couple years ago, but the... During that period, I interviewed hundreds of people across the country, people like you and your listeners, famous people, not famous, every walk of life. And what I found was that everybody had to go through something that I call the narrows. The narrows is the rough passage to the next part of life when it feels like everything is dark, doors are closing, you don't know which way is up. But the good news is every single person that I spoke to, without exception, found a way through to sunlight and expanded possibilities. Boy, Sarah, you say you got game. Girl, you got lots of game. Because <laughs> after writing a book like that, you could have literally kicked back. But no, you got so much game, you had to do it again. And, and you're trying something new now. You're writing a new book. I uh, love the title, Sex, Love, Enlightenment. Uh, but this time you're writing it online. You, you are really embracing the new technology out there. Tell us a little bit about this project. Oh, I am having so much fun with it because um, it, it's interactive. I'm writing it as I go. You know, in the 19th century, um, novelists like Dickens wrote all of their novels as serials in the daily newspaper. Uh, every day, the boy, with the copy boy, would come at five o'clock and pick up the next pages, and they would be in the in the paper the next day. And when he got to the end of the story, it was gathered together as a book. And I've always been fascinated by that. I don't know how Dickens could do that. I mean, A Tale of Two Cities is a perfect novel. Every thread is tied together. And how did he do it on the run like this? Well, I found uh, when I published Leap, uh, it was a very disappointing experience publishing-wise. Publishing companies, as like all other companies, are in deep trouble, and they're not spending money. And uh, they were spending nothing on marketing, promotion, advertising, and it was very difficult. I had to run a web campaign and do everything I could personally to publicize it and just let people know that the book is out there. And by the way, um, on my website, sarahdavidson.com, there's a free Leap workbook uh, that people can get, which um, kind of helps you figure out what, what, what your next course is in life. But I, I started to think, you know, if I'm doing all the work myself, why, why don't I explore another way of connecting with readers? Because the old model of publishing certainly wasn't working for me. 
So I'm doing this thing now. I don't think anybody's ever uh, done it with the Internet, you know, where you're actually writing it as you go along. And what I wanted to write about for many years was the whole fabulous, mysterious, and unknowable arena of sex and love, particularly as we get older. Everything uh, changes, um, but the yearning is still there for intimacy and connection. And then how do we respond to that yearning? And then many of us also are on a spiritual quest. I certainly am. I've been on one for most of my life. And how does the yearning for a connection with something greater than yourself outside of uh, you know, your, in, your individual whims and desires, how does that interact with this almost physical, hardwired yearning for a biological partner? And I didn't quite know how I was going to write it or what it was going to be. And to tell you the truth, I was a little bit ashamed of my own pattern in this regard. I've been married and divorced twice. I've had lots of partners. And uh, here I am, you know, at, at uh, older and in many ways not so much wiser than I was as a teenager. So I was a little bit embarrassed about admitting that publicly. Um, so I figured, why don't I do it as a blog online? And if you go to sarahdavidson.com and click on blog, you can see all the installments for Sex, Love, and Enlightenment. And what's been most exciting is that I get feedback from readers um, about how it's going, what, how they're reacting, so I can kind of make course corrections as I go along, depending on how things are coming across to the readers. So I'm having a great time, and I hope uh, I hope you'll look at it and give me some more feedback. Well, Sarah, not only are you doing it in a unique and different way, you're also tapping into a vein that's gone virtually unmined when you talk about sex and people over the age of 50. It's almost like it, it, nobody either wants to hear about it or assume that it happens, but there are so many people that are, are in the same situation as you where their relationships are, are not what they should be or their marriages have fallen apart. It is not the end, is it? No, not at all. In fact, the fastest demographic, the largest demographic group that is now going online looking for partners is people over 50. Um, but I'm not sure that online is the best way to find them, but it, it's just indicative of the fact that, you know, we didn't expect to live this long. You know, in generations past, at, at 60, you were, you know, you were kind of just waiting around for the, for the end game. But now a person of 60 is vibrant, sexual, attractive, active, and if you've, you know, if, even if you've been married for a long time, how do you keep that marriage, how do you inject it with new freshness? And what if one partner really has, has no interest in sex anymore and the other is feeling an absolute desire to have that part of life continue? If you're not married, what do you do? Um, well, see, that's why they invented golf. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. A stick and a ball are just not going to do the same thing as cozying up with a real live person. Hey, Sarah, we've just got a, a, a final minute. We're going to have to leave enlightenment for the, for the next 3,000 years. and people discuss <laughs> it. But, but let's finish up this, this sex talk. When, when people get together uh, after the age of 50 or 60, given that there is maybe this different expectation or desire, does that, is this actually more of an important issue at that age than it is younger? It varies for every person, but I have to tell you, I have had better, more exciting, enthralling, um, transcendent sex after 60 than I ever had wow. when I was in my 20s and 30s. And a lot of people I meet say the same thing. Now we're I think having there's fun. There's an element of 
it's, you know, at this point, we have more to give. We've experienced more. We can let go of more. And there's also a sweetness and appreciation uh, for this wonderful way of uh, uh, communicating. You know what, think, Sarah? You know, a lot of women feel, I, I'm not interested in sex without love at this point, and a lot of men don't feel that way, so that's where the, thing, the game gets interesting. You know what, Sarah? You are one of the coolest guests we've ever had. You know, We've <laughs> had you back before because you're not afraid to get out there and use your own personal experiences and your own deductions and give a little journalistic slant to issues people will not talk about. It's SarahDavidson.com, S-A-R-A, Davidson.com. Check out Sex, Love, Enlightenment. Go to the bookstore by Leap. Start living your life, folks. We'll be back in just a minute. Thanks, Sarah. Bye-bye. Thank you. Always a pleasure.